welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Jamie Bechtel in June when the theme was broken. Jamie grew up in San Juan Capistrano, California, where she spent most of her time surfing, riding horses, and traipsing through the coastal foothills of Southern California. As an artist and writer since the day she first held a stubby crayon in her baby fingers, she somehow managed to channel her hyperactive creativity into a career as an illustrator, freelance writer, and marketing consultant. Here's Jamie's story. (laughs) We never know when we're going to go. And by go, I mean die. We could go out like a slow-burning sunset, like my great-grandmother, Virginia, who passed away at the age of 96 in her bed, in her pink bed, (laughs) in her pink bedroom, surrounded by all of her children and her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren and friends. Or we could go out in a flash like my 16-year-old best friend, Heather, this beautiful red-headed girl who was killed instantly by a drunk driver. We never know when we're gonna go. So it's 1998, and I am leading a group of people on a horseback ride through Irvine Regional Park in Orange, California. And It's a beautiful summer day. The sun is warm on my skin. There's a cool breeze blowing. The light is golden. The air is a mixture of the scents of eucalyptus trees and orange blossoms. It's intoxicating. And it's mixing with the scent of the leather from my saddle and the sweat of my horse. Some of my favorite smells. And my horse is a pretty little thing. She's a four-year-old Arabian mare named Nadia. Delicate boned and athletic, a bit flighty, and her coat is the color of shining mahogany. She's just beautiful. And I'm leading this group of people on a trail ride and we enter into a narrow creek bed and the canyon the the creek bed goes through a little canyon and the canyon's growing narrower and narrower until it's just about the width of a horse and the sides of the cliff are growing taller to where I can run my fingers through the mustard the yellow mustard growing on top and Everything's fine. It's a really lovely day. And then all of a sudden, my little mare sees a ribbon of silver water snaking its way through the bottom of the canyon or bottom of the creek bed. And she must have thought it was a snake. So she explodes and she starts pawing at the sides of the cliff trying to escape 
and she's kicking rocks and dirt down onto herself and to me and I was the lead guide so none of the other horses had come through the canyon at this point and she's trying to get out of the canyon and the cliff collapses and she falls backwards and lands on top of me and pins me at the bottom of this narrow creek bed and I'm pinned beneath her and she's pinned between the two walls kicking rocks and dirt down onto both of us and I can feel the weight of her body crushing my blood, my skin, my muscles, my organs, my bones, and I can feel my breath just like being pressed out of me. And there's sensation all around, there's noises. I can hear my friend Marissa screaming, screaming, really, like the scream of something is happening, screaming. I can hear my horse grunting and panicking, rocks and dirt falling, and, and then all of a sudden, all the sensation and all of the pain, it just goes completely silent. And I have what I would describe as an out-of-body experience. And my awareness is suspended above my 17-year-old body being crushed beneath this horse. And I remember having this sensation that this is what it feels like right before you die. And it's so beautiful. It's so peaceful. And it's so quiet. And it's just, it's like nothing I'd ever experienced before in my life. And I remember thinking, why is everybody so afraid of this? And as I'm dissolving into this beautiful, translucent, just the texture of feathers, this clarity that I'd never experienced before and this lucidity where everything made sense even though I wasn't asking any questions. It just, there was just peace there. And a, part, a lot of that was just mental peace. And I had the experience that it was like death extended her hand to me and I took it willingly. I wanted to go with her. And as I'm following her into this space, this beautiful space, life had other plans for me. And she smacked death's hand away and she grabbed me by the hem of my soul and she yanked me back into my body. And all of a sudden, all the sensation just went right back into me and it was chaos again. And I was alive. And I remember thinking, I remember being pissed about that. <laughs> and thinking, this is bullshit. <laughs> I 
do not want to be here being crushed to death by this horse. And I don't want to be here in general because I, I want to go there. I want to go over there. I want to go with her. This is shitty. Life is shitty. <laughs> but we don't always get what we want. So I pulled myself together and I managed to, I was shocked to discover that my arm was working, but I reached around and grabbed the horse's rein up connected to her bit and I gave her a couple little tugs just to remind her that I was still there. <laughs> and she kind of came to and she, I kept pulling on her rein which had her, she was able to stand up and she stood over me and she shook and she just looked down at me like, I don't even know what just happened. I am so sorry. <laughs> and so I just, I managed to stand up and again, I was just, I'm in complete disbelief that I'm A, alive and B, that I don't have a broken bone, that I don't have a puncture wound, that I don't have, I'm not bleeding, there's no bruises. And I looked down behind me where I had been laying and in this little soft patch of sand was the perfect outline of me, <laughs> framed by sharp, jagged, big rocks that if I would have fallen on one of those rocks, it would have snapped my spine in half. Sometimes life gives us a soft place to fall. And so I picked my saddle up that had been broken in half across my body, under my arm, and led the little mare out of the canyon into the sun, into the sunlight. And the group had gone on, they had, the other guide had taken people to safety, and I learned later that they had gone on to call an ambulance because they for sure thought that I was gonna be dead. My friend Marissa was horrified. And I got on the horse and headed back to the ranch. <laughs> and when I showed up, they were all surprised that I was completely, uns just totally unscathed. So now here's the truth of this. Life and death are parallel to each other. They're always pushing against and sliding past each other constantly. And death is always just right here, like right here. And she can take any one of us at any time. And we never know when we're gonna go. And that is nothing to be afraid of. Thank you. Thanks so much to Jamie for telling that story. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website 
at ravennarratives.org. And you can also subscribe to the podcast by going to iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And of course, share these stories with your friends. They'll love you for it. And leave comments. We want to know what you think about these stories. Absolutely leave comments. A big thanks goes to our photographer, McCarson Tafoya of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits that she has taken of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website, and be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. Our beautiful theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. And you can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org.